It done everything already and I want love to you this now representing Big up Ina Esco, big up verbally effective Yeah man, Jamaica representing the fullest Chalani Hi, this is Chef Reagan. You are listening to Verbally Effective with Ina Esco. Verbally Effective, episode 38, your double E, Ina Esco, hanging out with you on the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Ina Esco, so you can see all of the visuals for the Verbally Effective podcast. Also, follow me on all social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, Pinterest, uh, YouTube, at Ina Esco, E-N-A-E-S-C-O. Also, download the podcast, Verbally Effective, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music. Thank you so much for listening today. You could be anywhere doing anything, but you are here with me on the Verbally Effective Podcast. And I have a special guest here with me today, Miss Jessica Gertler from WREG News. Hey, beautiful. Hello. (laughs) When when I first saw you uh, in uh, the office, the iHeart office, I was like, you're even more gorgeous in person. You're so sweet. You are, though. You are. And I've always been a big fan of your work. On Thank W-R-E-G. you. That means do, a lot. Do you like working there? I do. I love it. I do. I really do. I, you know, when I started there, I started with like a plan, you know, of two years and then move on to the next. Mm-hmm. But I just love it. So you just. I enjoy the environment. I love Memphis, mm-hmm. and so right now I'm. You're still here. here. You're still I am. here. Now <laughs> I know that you're originally from California. Yeah. What part? San Francisco, Bay Area. San Fran. Yeah, so I lived, I was born there and then lived there through middle school. Mm-hmm. And then. That's a long time. Yeah. And then my brother and my whole mom's side of the family still lives out there. Okay. And so we moved out. My dad worked um, in the music industry and then got really? moved. Yeah, he got transferred to Tennessee. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, you know, at that point, I'm like, where's Tennessee? Wow. Where are we going? Right. It's like so, so far like, from I don't want to go. It's so far away. <laughs> and I remember my mom going, well, don't worry. There's four seasons out there. Mm-hmm. Although right now I'm not seeing it. But Right. It's still hot as hell yeah. right now. <laughs> but I mean, like, so, the, I mean, they were trying to sell me and all this different mm-hmm. stuff. And so, you know, we packed our bags and yeah. moved out to Tennessee. Wow. So it was, you know, so different when you first yeah get here i mean I in a good way i mean everyone is so mm-hmm. sweet and they talk to you and mm-hmm. and i mean even from like unsweet tea to sweet tea exactly <laughs> there's like changes <laughs> like that but i mean it was an adjustment too okay. so you were in san francisco up until middle school and then you all moved to nashville right yeah so you said your dad was in a music industry yeah so he was he worked for sony music and then got what? Yeah, and then he got transferred to country, and so that's oh, what brought that's us the out to Nashville too. connection. Yeah, so we moved out there. Okay, okay. Did you think like these people have a southern drawl? Like they're talking it was, very yeah. slow. Like it wasn't like that. Well, my dad so before <laughs> before we moved, my dad was like, "Well, I'm just gonna tell you, they all wear potato sacks," and you know, mm-hmm. it's like joking. Mm-hmm. And so when I went on in on my first day of school, I was like, "Oh God, who are these people?" Right. But everyone's normal. Yeah. I mean, it was like the same thing. The only difference was, you know, in San Francisco, there's so many cultures. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I had every kind of culture in my class, like mm-hmm. all backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And then I remember moving to Nashville, and it wasn't like that in my classroom. Okay. 
So that that was the only thing I vividly remember that was different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that, the people yeah. were the same. They just talked a little bit slower. Yeah, <laughs> but now I'm picking up on it, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you miss Callie? I do, I do, in um, certain parts of it. Mm-hmm. I like the cost of living is so crazy out there. Mm, definitely does. It's so crazy. I mean, yeah, everyone I know out there can't buy a home. They rent. Yeah. And their rent is so crazy. I know. I I used to visit there with a company I used to work for in like a home that's maybe 150, you know, 150K here. It's probably a million dollars in California. I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And so that people, I mean, in order to live out there, you've got to bunk up with roommates Mm -hmm. and like, you know, play. It's like New York, you know. Yeah. Squeeze people into one apartment. But as you much know you what? can. The best thing about it, you guys have the beach. Yeah. Are you a beach girl? Well, it's different. Like Northern California is different than mm-hmm. Southern California. I mean, it's just the weather out there is like mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. No humidity. Seventy degrees. Yeah. Usually. I know. It's beautiful. <laughs> and, but like, you know, Southern California is like you go and it's more like laying out mm-hmm. and what have you. But you could drive down mm-hmm. south just a little bit and to Santa Cruz and get that too. Girl, girl, I need to plan a vacation. You do. Let me know. I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> I am. Now, when you got to Nashville, um, went through school, um, you graduated, and you said, What? I'm going to UT Knoxville? Yeah. You already knew that you wanted to go there, or is that just what you I, settled on? Well, so in high school, I met a girl, and she, her whole family was like a big UT. Mm-hmm you know, family. And so they took me up for a game and I loved it. Mm -hmm. Like I liked the vibe and the energy. And so from there I decided to go there, especially because it's such a close drive from Nashville. So why Mm -hmm. not? Yeah. But I, I mean, I enjoyed Knoxville. I was just up there recently, Mm -hmm. but it's entirely different. Yeah. And you guys, UT Knoxville alum are like diehard. I know. Y'all are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So like you, you are a UT alum. And how did you feel moving into tiger country when you moved to Memphis? Like, well, I've embraced it too. as like my second team. Okay. okay, I mean, I have like, I'm not, I'm not the person to like, you know, like, oh, I can't with Memphis Tigers. I mean, I might as well. They're like rivals though, right? Or are they not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say so. Yeah. Especially like people that have been fans for years and years and years. They're definitely like, is history there. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, living here, it's like when Mm -hmm. the teams do well, Mm -hmm. Memphis gets so excited. Very supportive. I know. It's like a Mm -hmm. whole different city. Like when the Grizzlies do well. Yeah. Yeah, but, but baby, when they don't do well, it's over. Nope. No. <laughs> so, like, the city is, like, you know, a different vibe. Even today with Memphis Madness going on right now. We're I missing know, it, but it's all good. But um, it's just going to be so many people there. And it just seems like Penny Hardaway brought a lot of excitement to the city. I really hope so. I mean, yeah. you can tell it. Like, right when I was actually at that um, ceremony when they announced him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was when you see the fans, the diehard fans out there, it was amazing. Like people mm-hmm. were just so excited, and mm-hmm. like I feel like they needed that energy. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't know if you went to a game last season. It was, mm. I think we went to one, and it was I didn't go dead to last year. I mean, it just wasn't but, that. Yeah, Tiger, Tiger basketball been kind of dead for a while. Yeah, for a while. I want to say maybe five years, a good five years, maybe or yeah, so. Yeah, probably. But now we got a little excitement from Penny. 
I mean, in this, like, lineup that he's supposed to be bringing. Yes, girl, Justin (laughs) Timberlake, Drake, um, Moneybag, yo. I even heard Kobe Bryant is going to be there. All sorts of people. I mean, like, that's a lot of entertainment. And I was like, I've never been to this, like, exhibition thing with this madness before, so... But they're sold out. They're sold out. And I was like, are they going to play a game? And they're like, that's not, they're not even playing. Well, they'll play each other. Kind of like practice, I guess, to kind of show off yeah. their talent. Yeah, so, I don't know how that works. but 18,000 people to see. I wonder if anyone's going to perform. They should. I think so. They need to get someone up so. there. I think it's. I think it's going to be all about entertainment tonight. It's going to be about the players because if, if they have some NBA guys, like Kobe Bryant, retired NBAers there, they're going to probably do like a big tribute or – they know, have something to. Something big deal for And then Penny. think about what that's going to do for their recruiting. Yeah, yeah. I know a guy right now. Um, I know him from Texas. He played uh, basketball. He was really good. And he was recruited. This is like over 20 years ago, girl. He was recruited to play for Memphis State at the time. Mm-hmm. So he, he stayed here and played. And he was really good. Now his son is, like, moving to Memphis. I guess their whole family moving back, so I think he's grooming him to play for Penny for Good. Memphis. It's you like should. that serious. <laughs> it's, like, we're, we're at that level now. <laughs> ooh, that's great I'm for excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, too. We now, need that. Here. I know, I know. Like, have you seen a lot of evolution of Memphis since you've been living here? Like, just different major changes in the city since you've been here? I mean, yeah, you see, like, different neighborhoods growing, and I yeah. love to see that. Um, I definitely think that like people are becoming more aware of like where we were and where we, we should be and then are trying to get on track there, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, like even since being here, like Overton Square Mm -hmm. and you've got Broad and I mean, you see the people and their, their love for Memphis, which is, I think why I've I've continued to stay here is because People are so diehard Memphis, and they just want to, like, yes, they are. change it. And you want to, like, be a part of that, too. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of change in Memphis since I've been here. That's like you say, we're sticking around. It just feels like something great is brewing or yeah, you we're a part it. of it, you know. Yeah, and I I see, like, more people, move, like, moving back, like, young mm-hmm. professionals moving back, which is cool. Because I think that they were lacking that, mm-hmm. especially when I first moved here. I mean, What year was that about? When you first moved. God, I've been here like a little bit over five years now. That's it. Yeah. But it feels longer. I know. It <laughs> seems a like good I've way. been seeing you on TV longer than that. I know. Well, it's probably because so many people leave quickly. I mean, that's just the industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you move on. You stay two years and you go to. Also, it's usually like two years. Two, and three years. Your next yeah. But I mean, I have noticed that a lot of people end up like especially at our station mm-hmm. we have a lot of reporters that have stayed longer than yeah because that's the best station i like wreg oh, girl look that's <laughs> my station right there hey shout out to troy washington yes i love troy <laughs> oh my god so what was your interest in journalism while being a student at ut knox what 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 kind of drove you to that major well, so i always loved writing and telling stories and i think it's so cool to like tell stories of the voiceless and helping them um you know find find a solution to the problem that they're going through but I actually started out and I wanted to be a magazine writer or print Mm -hmm. but you know that's kind of like a dying yeah (laughs) right now dying I mean everything's going online Mm -hmm. 
And so I remember I did an internship at CMT and everything I loved about it was more broadcast. So I, I remember, and it was my senior year. So I went to my professor at the time and I said, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> did I just waste three and a half years of college? And he was like, you're fine. So he essentially put me like on a fast track and I did two internships, one in Knoxville and one in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And then like sent out my resume to dozens of cities, like all over. I mean, I think I even like sent one to like like Cuba. I mean, I was so wow. desperate. I was like, I'll live anywhere. I'll start anywhere. And so I ended up, my first job was in Troy, Alabama, mm-hmm. which is a bureau reporter for the Montgomery CBS station. Mm-hmm. How was Alabama? That was like another eye-opening level. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like, I mean, I essentially like grew up in a in a bubble, mm-hmm. you know, of Nashville and like, mm-hmm. So I remember, and even Knoxville too, like you're in your little college bubble. Mm -hmm. And so that was the first time I like lived by myself. I didn't know anyone Mm -hmm. in a whole new part of the country. Mm -hmm. And so it was very eye-opening. I know it was. Alabama a little different now. I know. (laughs) It was like, Troy was very like country. It was a very like, it's about 40 minutes south of Montgomery. Mm -hmm. And then I stayed there for about a year and then I moved to Montgomery, which was so cool because Mm -hmm. That was like a whole nother like eye opening experience living in Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. Total, total. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. So um, while you've been in broadcast, um, so you said you did an intern at CMT before country music television, right? Yeah. How was that? That was that cool. So fun. It was so fun. It was so much fun. Like we went. So, you know, Nashville has like, well, they, they used to call it fanfare, but I think it's called what country music. I don't know. Festival, I think, is what they call it I now. I think so. But so we worked that, and then we got to see, like, you know, help with some of their shows. It was a really cool experience. I love Nashville. Nashville is so cool. To Every me. time I go back, I swear, like, there's a whole new neighborhood that's right. just popped up with, like, like I know you've seen a lot of development since you've lived there, right? Yeah, I mean, when we first moved there, there was like nothing, mm-hmm. and then wrong. all of a sudden, like, every time you go, there's like. Ten cranes in the air when you're okay. driving through downtown. You're like, what is this? Really? And you would have thought that maybe Memphis as a city, I mean, even with, you know, just the structure, like you probably would have thought Memphis would have progressed sooner than Nashville. But it's Nashville has grown so rapidly, so quickly. I know. I don't know what, like. What is it? The money? It. The investors? What is it? I don't know. I mean, it just like popped know. up overnight. They were saying like, what, a thousand people or something like that are moving every day yeah i don't know if like that's the right number but they need to i mean come on memphis let's catch up now i know we need to get that here i heard that um one of the things that they're working on though in nashville is their transit system yeah it's a disaster all these people like yeah i know so they gotta get i feel like we need a transit system we do (laughs) do you now have any leads on anything (laughs) but we need to get something (laughs) like that would be great Oh, my God. Now, um, with you being in the news and, you know, the uprise of social media, do you ever rely on social media for, like, leads on your story? Yeah, I feel like you have to now. I mean, is I mean, do you trust it? I, that's another thing. Like, it's so, especially, like, everyone, I feel like that's where people go and they turn to, and that's where we've been told to, like, you know, turn to as well and post our stories and our news and everything there. But I mean, you're right. Like there's so much, I guess, you know, 
fake news is what it's a lot of fake what, news. I guess we're out calling there. it now. Yeah. But yeah. That's what it's coined right now. But But yeah, I mean I feel like that's the way everything's going. Like Facebook Live and then there's like every single day there's some new T V on Instagram or something that you gotta mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. Aware, like up to date with and mm-hmm. snap. I mean I just it's crazy how it's all going. I know. I mean, do you think that um social media and just the digital world, do you think that affects like what you guys do with television like do you think it's kind of any competition you know well i think that now it's like like for example you could if you know that something's happening Mm -hmm. you're not going to wait till five (laughs) o'clock for the news (laughs) to find out what's going on you're going to go to social media immediately Mm -hmm. and i think that's what's like this new challenge that every kind of you know whether that's broadcast or newspaper or whatever it is is Mm -hmm is battling like where do how do we incorporate all of this together right because you guys can't be on the news like 24 7 you know what I'm yeah saying? so yeah I figured it was some type of you know and then it's like the other it. part of it is like so we know that you're gonna go and get the information online so now how do we get you to watch at five mm-hmm. like because you just got everything you needed <laughs> to know so like why would you tune in at five so now that's like the new battle too how do you deal with it? It's I don't know. It's like hard. I think that you you have to find some kind of element to save, like give you enough information, and then like mm-hmm. kind of dangle something, and then mm-hmm. say, "Come on, yeah. come and watch it." And keep on teasing and keep on teasing. Teases are so important. Yeah, and then and then I'm thinking that you know maybe they may get you guys, maybe your producers get you guys to do more social media more social media it's all social media based (laughs) now and it's crazy i mean that's how you like build your like so you essentially have to build your station's brand but like your own brand within itself yeah and so then you have to balance like your personal my personal with that's crazy oh my god that's what you signed up for Jessica. I i know i know and i'm okay with it like i'm okay with it do you ever get stressed um, I used to more than now. Now I'm kind of just like, if it happens, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like the right mentality. Well, I mean, really, I mean, if you really feel that way, I mean, I, I totally understand what you mean. If it happens, it happens. Because sometimes you just got to cut it off and stop worrying about things. You know I know. I'm otherwise, I feel like I'm going <laughs> to like get off work and mm-hmm. like scream. And so I'm just kind of like at the same time, like, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like there are tense situations Mm -hmm. especially like when the breaking news is unfolding as Mm -hmm. you know you're trying to go on air and with the latest and make sure that you have the most information compared to your competitors so I mean don't get me wrong there are stressful situations but Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day basis with like deadlines yeah I've just kind of got this like new mentality it's like it happens it's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) Well, you seem to be, you know, very professional and always on top of your stories. When you well, thank it, you. So you're not going to have no problem with that. Now, have you ever been in like a situation where like you you were talking about breaking news mm-hmm. where maybe, you know, maybe a hostile situation? Have you ever felt uncomfortable during a breaking news type situation? For sure. <laughs> I mean, we've been in situations before where there's like especially like live shots. Like, I mean, there was one time I was at 201 Poplar and right before they were supposed to take me. We saw like this guy back up and 
and start speeding down. I mean, right there, right in front of two on Poplar. And then, like, this other guy pulls up, and they're screaming at each other. Live on TV. No, it wasn't live. We were about to take us, and, like, <laughs> we're screaming, like, don't take us. Like, we got to we gotta get oh this. Oh, my God. So there's, like, situations like that. There was another time where we were, like, going live outside a police station, and some guy, like, mm-hmm. two guys were fighting, and one, like, grabbed his you know, gun on his waist. And I was like, oh gosh, this is, oh my God. This is it. And so we had to run into the station and get, I mean, there's like definitely, we see it. Like, I mean, you're out there and you, you come in, in contact with some very interesting people who mm-hmm. don't seem to care Mm-mm. that you, <laughs> that you've got a camera and who you are. And like, they don't give a damn. No. <laughs> So, I mean, oh yeah, but there's definitely, like, tense situations that you're in. Wow. Well, you be safe, Jessica. Thank you. You probably got a good crew that, that you work with, though. Do you have, like, pretty much the same camera guy when you go out all no, the time? No, we switch it up. Okay. Yeah, which is cool. Okay. But, I mean, like, it, luckily our um, managers are very cool about if we feel uncomfortable, go. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of there. And they're not like, no, you're going to stay and get the story. No. They're like, please, <laughs> please go. <laughs> We don't need like. But look, Jessica is gonna be somebody that want to go viral. They 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 gonna that's keep my biggest right fear. There. Yes. I'm like I do not like. We were at this. <laughs> we were at this. Um, uh, I can't. I think it was Hillview. We're sitting there, and some woman asked, "She was like, can I twerk behind you?" No. During your live shot, and I'm like, please don't. Please oh do not God. do that. Was she serious? <laughs> she was dead serious. So then it became a situation where my photographer is like having to make like keep an eye on her because I'm really afraid that she she's might gonna, run on in. Especially it's like a serious topic. I can't have someone twerking behind me. What would you do <laughs> if she if she jumped in the in behind you, Jessica? Would you laugh? Or would you just drop the mic? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm done. I was. We were actually talking about that afterwards. I'm like, should I have been like mom and scolded her and been like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> been I don't like, know what I would do. Oh, oh great. You, you take the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, but you don't know what to do. Like, it's crazy. It is. It is. Especially dealing with live TV and people wanting to go viral. That seems to be the That's thing the new now. Thing. Like, they'll, and they'll do anything. Right. Any and everything. Right. They really will. And, it's, and that's, like, what scares me, I think, the most now is that mm-hmm. that element of it. It's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Especially when you're like crowds or mm-hmm. anything like that. You never know what people would do. No. You never know. Now, of all the stories that you've covered in Memphis, is, is there any one story that maybe you wish you did cover that you didn't get a chance to? I don't know. I was, so I was thinking about that. And that's such like a hard question because mm-hmm. I feel like I've really been lucky to cover everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like in this industry, you... You gotta, you kind of get to pick like what you want to cover too. Okay. So like, I've like picked up on certain things that I love to cover, like education and mm-hmm. and um, you know various things. And so once I like find a niche of something, I follow the story up and I mm-hmm. send an open records request and I make sure that I like cover every single angle. Mm-hmm. Event wise, like. I don't know, I was, like, really trying to rack my brain on that one. <laughs> I mean, we had so much stuff that's happened, like MLK 50, but mm-hmm. I was I was fortunate enough to be a part of that. Okay. Which was cool. Yeah, that was a really big thing. And, and they're still having MLK 50 events, even till now. Right? Like, it's just really going on throughout the year. Which I think is so great. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I mean, from Memphis. Yeah, I think that that was, like, a cool... Mm-hmm. 
event for our like for people to see on a national level. Yeah. Like this is this is where we are and like we're growing. We still got mm-hmm. a way to go, but yeah. I don't know, it was a cool thing to see and witness. Yeah. And then Al Green at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Girl, I have seen Al Green and it's been a while though, um, because my dad uh he lives in Millington and Al Green lives in Millington. Or oh, like that, out yeah. there way. Like mm-hmm. I've seen him at Walmart before. Really? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, my senior year in high school. Uh but it was just you brought up Al Green. I don't know why I thought about that. That's I don't know funny. why I thought about That's that, funny. but I did. Now, I mean, of all the professions, if you weren't doing broadcast news, what do you think you would be doing? I think I would have gone like a totally different route and been like a nutritionist or something. Really? Yeah, I think I would have gone like a a whole different kind of route. Are you like a health nut? I'm like, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to become more and more health conscious, which I never like, don't get me wrong, I still love like a good fast food, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I'm becoming more and more like reading about stuff and and getting into workouts and yeah various stuff which have you tried the keto diet no i <laughs> haven't like are these fads of diets like i just can't. i know so many people doing the keto diet right now i know it's the new i'm like saw cooking classes keto cooking classes mm-hmm. i'm like don't i don't want to do that mm-hmm. because it seems to me like it's so similar to the other low carb diets though. they're all or the no same carb. Yeah. but they just use a different but it's name like, right then what happens after you're off the diet yeah, it's gonna come back. I don't, like, <laughs> it's gonna come so back why, quick like, too. I mean, I don't want to be miserable during the diet and then like be miserable after I stop the diet yeah. because I gained it all back. Like that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. Do you do yoga? I do Pilates. You do Pilates. Mm-hmm. My brother does Pilates. Do you like it? He loves it. I do. It. It's so hard though. Is it like a lot of stretching? Right. No. no? Oh yeah. Mixed with like. I do like Inferno hot Pilates over in um, Overton Square, mm. and so they do like burpees and mm-hmm. mountain climbing. So it's like kind of boot camp oh, meets Pilates. Wow. I mean, it's a great workout. But you do it every week. I try to. Oh wow! In between the schedule. But when you first start Pilates, it's kind of hard. Is it? You got to get your body. Yeah, but there's conditioned. so many like walks of life in class that you don't feel like you don't you know like why am I here? Like this is. Mm-hmm. It's not all like. You know, yogis who can yeah. do the splits or you're like I can't do that. <laughs> no, Wait a I minute, can't. <laughs> I can't. But it's cool. You like it? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I do that and then run. So I'm doing the marathon, the half marathon again this year. Oh, you really? Troy's doing it with me. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, and how many miles is it? I think it's thirteen. Thirteen point oh one. Are y'all gonna like run the whole thirteen miles? I did last year. Oh, girl, and I was you sore for eight. like. Two days. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move. <laughs> Girl, I mean. Advil became my best friend. That and wine. Oh, my. Oh, yes. The wine. Why did you say wine? Uh, no, bring me some wine. And I, like, <laughs> immediately started feeling better. Oh, my. Now, um, I know that you are um, a coffee lover. What is your favorite coffee shop in Memphis? Do you have one? I like them all. I mean, like, they're all different. They all, it's like, what vibe are you in? Mm-hmm. In a weird way. I mean, I still like my traditional Starbucks just because you can order online. I haven't ordered online Oh, it's so much easier. (laughs) Are you on your your app? app. On your app? Okay, okay, So you just click it on there, and then, like, it's waiting for you, and it's minimal human interaction before your coffee. Look, she said minimal (laughs) human reaction. So you probably order the same thing all the time. I know I do. I do, yeah. What do you get? A latte. I get a tall white mocha. 
Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'll try to switch it every up. morning. Oh, I every morning. <laughs> and my baristas try to get me to change it up. And I'm like, no, I don't. They'll even like give me something different. Just try it. I don't want to know if you tried it or not. Just take it. <laughs> and I'm like, every morning I want a tall white mocha. Thank you. It's hard to switch it up. It like, is. Those are the they are very like... addictive. Like, I don't know what they putting in there, but I don't know. I, want I don't want to know, actually. I don't. I want the same thing every morning, though. <laughs> yeah, just make my morning. Oh my God. Make my coffee. And Jessica, you're a dog mom. Yes. So what is a dog mom, Jessica? Like, you treat your dog like your baby, baby, yeah, baby? Yeah, I'm like one of those psycho people. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am. So we, so, but I, it was so funny because I wasn't, like, so we always grew up with, like, a little, um, like, we had, a, like, a little multi-poo growing up. Mm-hmm. And so... When my friend, he's a, he works at a farm up in Osceola, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And he texted us and he was like, hey, I found a dog. And it was this little puppy and he's kind of like a lab mix. Okay. And apparently he was, he's covered in fleas. Like you could see his ribs, like someone had just dumped him. And so um, now we took him in and he is just the greatest. Like Aww. I'm such like a. I'm turning into like that crazy mom that brags about her dog. And it's like, well, my dog does this. What is it like? What's your dog name? Rocky. Rocky. I bet he loves you. Yeah, he's just like the sweetest. But he's so like, because he's a rescue and like, I don't know what he's been through. He's like afraid of everything. Oh, like plastic bags. Kind of like traumatized. It's like getting worse. I'm like, you are the most spoiled dog. Like you have mm-hmm. the life. I don't understand. Like, shouldn't we be like <laughs> regressing from these fears? But like He's now, getting worse. Yeah, I'm like, uh, soon we're gonna have to put them on doggy Xanax or something. Oh, they got doggy Xanax. <laughs> they probably sure. do. They got everything. Oh my so God. I'm sure yeah, they do. Yeah, because you told me they got doggy camp. He go to camp. Yeah, he goes to camp. What? <laughs> <laughs> then they got little. They've got cameras. <laughs> What? So you can they check got in. cameras, girl. Stop. And you can like check in on your dog all day, like I can on my four year old. Yeah, no, <laughs> they just they want to like, know. If... I'm telling you, like go into the dog business. That's like where everyone. You needs know to what? Go That's not a bad idea for somebody that really like dogs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh my god. There's like even I was hearing like in Chattanooga they even have bars that are like dog park bars. What? So you like the owner goes and has a drink. And then you just let your dog roam. Oh I'm telling you, they're coming up with everything. I need. I feel like I need to get on this and yeah, feel like I get you do, Jessica. <laughs> you you do. You better hurry up too with all know, these, this technology it. going on. Now right. I I heard people like even leave their wheels to the dogs and stuff like oh, that. I don't think some of these celebrities. I'm sure you're not that people bad. Are crazy though, <laughs> like they're legit crazy about their dogs. Yeah. So I mean, which is a good. I mean, like. To each his own, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not that bad. I don't think I'm going to write my will mm-hmm. to my dog. Although I don't know how much I'd leave to him. Rocky, you <laughs> might have something on the way, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Jessica, I want to play a game with you. Sure. So, we already kind of talked about fake news and yeah. real news. So, the game is called Fake News versus Real News. Oh, gosh. I'm going to give you, like, a headline, and you're going to let me know if you think it's fake news or real news. And the topics are kind of like a fusion of Memphis headlines, politics, and pop culture. Okay. Let's okay. do it. So, you just tell me if you think, if you think it's real or fake. Okay. So, number one, 
The Facebook legal team asked Memphis Police Department to cease using fake accounts last week. Is that fake or is that real? Real. I know, I remember that. Look, you remember that. Oh, okay. I remember that, that one. That might be a little too, you know, easy <laughs> if it's Memphis topics. Okay, let's see. Everyone is anticipating this year's Memphis Music Fest featuring Bruno Mars. Is that fake or real? Fake. Girl, you is got it? it right. It's fake. Really? You know, I wish he was coming back. He's. I mean, yeah, but he's not at Memphis Music Fest. You got that right. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's this weekend. I know. Are you going? I don't know because I'm know, on the we fence have wine too. On the river. I know that's another one. Do you have tickets? No, oh. I, I need to go though. I need to yes. find out. Yes, have you been before? No, and every because I'm always out of town every year when they have it. But you're here this weekend, mm-hmm. girl. I need and, to- and that's gonna be a big thing because I'm a big Nas fan. But I think he's gonna be there on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. But they then, always do that. They always yeah. put the good people on Sunday, and then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. How am I supposed to function on Monday? Like Girl, Monday's already hard I enough. I know, right? <laughs> I think Post Malone is performing after Nas, but uh, on Saturday night, Janelle Monet is performing. I've been wanting to see her. I kind of want to see the Royal yeah. Radio tribute too, but we'll see. But you got it right. You got but it. But I don't right. know. Like, I, have you been out? Did you go last year? Mm-mm. I haven't been. I just want to know what like the place. vibe is out there. I haven't been because it's like so, you know, far away from everything. Like yeah. what? Like downtown know. is like cool because you can leave and mm-hmm. come back and mm-hmm. although it rains I might every find year. Out. I'm, it's no rain this year. It's Girl, hot. it's gonna be hot as hell. I know, <laughs> I'm like, which Dang. is another reason. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna find out this year how Memphis Music Fest is. Okay, Perfect. number three. The first photos of Cardi B's daughter culture were leaked online today by paparazzi. Is that fake or today? real? Today? I'm gonna say real. I'm gonna say fake. Wrong. It's real. I gotta get on now. Look, girl, you better get on your Twitter. <laughs> Look, get on your Twitter and search Cardi B culture. Oh man, I can't believe I missed that. She was minding her <gasps> business uh, on a uh, like it looks like a ledge or maybe a studio apartment or something. Yeah, and it looks like she was with her nanny. The nanny was holding the baby, Aww. and Cardi B was like taking pictures with her phone of her baby. Baby paparazzi zoomed on in and got them pictures. She looks just like Cardi. Is like she I don't cute? see any. Yeah, you. But yeah. I didn't see any. <laughs> <laughs> I can look. I gotta see a close up though. But she looks like Cardi. Look, I, I, need, like a- <laughs> I need a clear cause. Okay. But I didn't see any offset like her her husband or whatever. I couldn't That's see none like of him. He might not be the baby right daddy. He might not be the daddy. You don't think so? Oh, great. <laughs> That's another scandal. I don't know, girl. Okay, number four. <laughs> Today is National Vodka Day. Is that real or fake? Real. It's real. Isn't it? Because <laughs> I, I saw something. I was like, Taco Day and Vodka and Day. And Vodka Day. That's a good like, combination. I know. And I was like, what? I got yes. to celebrate later. Look, we should have did the podcast <laughs> and like El Patron or something yeah, today. Yeah, right? We're going to catch up on that. Okay, number five. <laughs> Let's see. What is this? The public fight over Kavanaugh has been resolved. He is the new Supreme Court justice. Is that fake or real? Fake. God is fake. Very yeah. fake. Tomorrow, right? We know. Tomorrow, I, I, are we going to know? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think is going to come out of that? I think he'll get. Like, I despite think everything. I think they'll vote him in. Yeah. Despite no matter how many, what he did in high school. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're going to vote him in. I, I, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what you can do wrong. He's been chosen. 
Yeah, I mean, but the investigation, like, now I didn't see how it all unfolded today, but. I didn't either. You know, the FBI didn't even interview him, nor Blasey And I was Ford. wondering, what, what kind of investigation are they doing? They're going, like, that long ago to people that knew him in high school? Like, right? I how don't are know. they going to do that? I don't know. And then you think, like, I try to think back on high school. I can't remember hardly nothing. No. This and whole can situation. we talk about his calendar? Girl, I'm talk like about impressed it. that he kept that. Did you see that? Is that real or fake? Is what I want to know. know. I don't know. I don't have anything like that. I didn't. Even, I don't even think I kept a calendar. I right? used to keep a. You know what? I used to keep a calendar, keep but it? I don't have it anymore. Like I wish I knew where it was, <laughs> but I used to just write down everything. You and, did. And my mama would find it, girl. I, it'd be, <laughs> I think that's why trouble. I don't have it no more. But, you realize um, you got to burn it. I know, right? <laughs> before I'm like, you keep getting in trouble. But what I want to know from you, Jessica, like people just being able to, you know, it's a lot of people accusing men or women of things that may have happened in yeah. the past with all of this sexual assault. What do you think about that? Do you ever get any stories like that? We do. I mean, but I think that's, I think it's like a great thing that the Me Too movement started because I think that it's like, really helped so many people and I think that there were so many different cultures in different industries that were going on and so I think that now it's brought an awareness to it but I mean then you have to play devil's advocate and unfortunately there are people that are may take advantage of it and Mm -hmm. and that's like the hard you know that's what's so hard to I guess like where do you what side do you take it's hard it's so hard you're right but I mean in this situation it's you know, I think that it was smart that they did an FBI investigation because they think it's one of these things that you have to know. Like, mm-hmm. if he did do that, then what's it? Are we still having that same behavior over the years? I think that's what Especially we need to for a focus Supreme on. Court justice. Someone that's a lifetime appointment, I think it's Girl, different. A lifetime, honey. So that says a lot about your character. If you know, coming out of the investigation, more of that is coming out, but. I agree with you. I think, I think we just have to wait. Yeah. It. I think my gut is telling me he's still going to get it. Yeah, I guess we just have to wait and see. But, I mean, it's, it's crazy to see how it all unfolded. I know. It's just everything with technology now. Everything is just exposed. I mean, everything. we see everything unfolding Well, and then, before. you know, it's like you also have to, like, <clears throat> I just, I feel like there's so many different, like, like, I think I saw today, like, the Harvard diving coach now is being accused of. Really? I mean, but so it's like. Is all this stuff been happening? Right. And now it's just all coming to light? Right. I mean, have and, we just been living in a, in a bubble? Or is it... Is, is it true? Is it not true? And is the Me Too movement giving people the courage to come out now? Uh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. I don't know, girl. It's a lot going on. Lot going on. <laughs> okay, okay. We kind of got off track. Okay, back. Back to the game. <laughs> Fake versus real news. Number six, rap mogul Suge Knight has been released from prison today. Is that fake or... Oh, it's fake. You got it right. You got it right. (laughs) He actually got sentenced to 28 years today. Did he? Yeah. You remember he killed a guy in his truck like four years ago? Yeah. So he got sentenced today. I knew you was going to get that one right. Let's see. Let's see. One more. No, we got two more. Number seven, Kim Kardashian's insurance company is suing her former boyfriend for $6 million over that Paris robbery. Is that fake or real? Real. It is. Is it? It is. <laughs> Isn't 
crazy? How the insurance company gonna sue? I don't know. The bodyguard. Like he got I some guess money. you got yeah, but six six million dollars? Is he insured? Like do is bodyguards they have insurance? I don't know what they got, but really like I don't know. I don't know. Does she I she thought that it? was fake news at first, but then after I saw her do her interviews, I kind of felt sorry for her. I definitely feel I hope she, that she takes if she gets that money, like, yeah, gives it to, to a charity to, or something. She doesn't need that. Girl, that is crazy. <laughs> hey, can we? But that's real news now. Wow. That's real news. Okay, the last one, last one. The presidential alert sent to the cell phones on yesterday was really a test for America's first purge. Is that real or fake? <laughs> so what did you think when you got that alert on your phone yesterday? You um, already knew though. Right? Yeah, I knew. But um I mean I think it's like in the grand scheme of things, if we do have like a big disaster, I mean I think that it would come in handy. I just hope it doesn't like turn into like the memes are ridiculous. Very, very ridiculous. Like I think I saw one yesterday that was like you up. Question mark. No. I was like, oh my god! Like that's what the alert said yeah. from the president. Yeah, that's what they were like joking. I mean, the memes are like out of control. So, oh my god! So I love it, but that at the same crazy. time, I mean, it it's probably a good thing to have in place. And they were saying that it's like underground <laughs> and like in an undisclosed location where What's you can underground, send them, like where you can where they send them out. Oh my! I guess from hackers, maybe. Okay. Okay, yeah, because it's a lot of hackers going on with this technology. We do kind of need something to let us know what's going on if, like, let's say another major terrorist attack happened or, you know, I kind of been feeling some kind of way about, um, like, these missiles, these nuclear uh, missiles. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody might want to touch the right? button one day. You right, know? I mean, it's it's good to know. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's crazy that... But we have this technology now. I know, I know. A lot of people are thinking that, you know, it's just another way for the government to keep up with us. Like, some people are even going as far as all of the uh, telephone companies sold their information to the government. You know, they took all your data now. Yeah, Everybody's a number. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it gets that deep, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, Jessica, I have really enjoyed you for episode 38 of Verbally Thank you for Effective. having me. You are so sweet. You are, too. Like, I could really <laughs> hang out with you in Midtown. Yeah, we got to go get vodka and tacos. Vodka and tacos. We got to do that <laughs> soon. We got to do that soon. Now, how can everybody watch you on television for my audience that may not know? Um, So, I'm usually on at 5 and 6 okay. on News Channel 3. On Channel 3. And your mm-hmm. Twitter handle is what? What is it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Jay my Gertler, God. I, I know, I know. Jay, Jay Gertler. Gertler underscore W-R-E-G-3. Okay. Jay Gertler. Y'all I follow changed it. That's why I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Follow <laughs> Miss Jessica Gertler. Or you're, you're on Facebook, too. Mm-hmm. I have to add you on Facebook as well. Yes. But thank you so much for coming. You know, I'll be tuning in every evening, as always, on it. Channel 3. And um, thank you so much once again for coming to Episode 38 of Verbally Effective. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.